following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, sponsored by AkaiCon, August 26th through 28th at the Sheraton City Music Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to AkaiCon.com now for more information and find out how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... The founder of ToonamiFaithful.com, Paul Pascrillo. And... Is Bemarad, the real medics. And that's it! That's all you get. Yep. For now. Can I get some alcohol, dude? You have to provide your own alcohol. <laughs> but that you said you give nope, me alcohol. Nope. We're live. You're supposed to have your own alcohol, right? Oh, you give me alcohol now. Hey, you know nope. I'm broke. You know what? Y'all white, man. Y'all supposed to have money. <laughs> oh, 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 oh I see how it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> love you. No, you don't. Well, I don't love you. I love Sketch. Yeah, I know you do, you fucking piece of shit. Well, uh, all of you out there listening to this impromptu live episode of the podcast are listening to it, episode 207, before you're hearing episode 206, because surprise, surprise, I did not get episode 206 out like I intended to. Yeah. Quit being lazy. What? Man, give me a break. It's it's San Diego Comic-Con weekend. You think I can possibly have the willpower not to spend all day looking at Comic-Con news? Because I don't. Jesus. Okay, well, Jesus walked on water. Jesus turned water into wine. Do, do, I, do I need to keep on listening stuff? <laughs> I, uh, I ain't Jesus. You know, I suck. Well, according to Jarrell, you are, so... No, he's not Jesus. But I'm just saying, Jesus didn't complain. Well, that's true. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yes, we are recording this on a Saturday night because, uh, lo and behold, it's the only way to manage to get Paul and Darrell at the same time. Actually, yeah. actually, it's a good thing that we did that because of all those announcements that happened th- Thursday. That's true. We were considering doing a, a live show on Friday, but now we're glad that we didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, we could have managed to talk about those things if we, you know, did it after Toonami's stuff. Well, that was actually on Thursday, yeah. So, yeah, yeah we could have done that, but uh, it's better to have an extra day to stew things over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of stewing. Uh, <laughs> not sure where you're going with that. I think we know where we're going with that. Oh, uh, oh I see how it is. All right. Yeah, let, let me let me uh, let me briefly <laughs> touch on this. So we're not going to be talk- talking about said cult article, <laughs> so to speak, tonight. So before anybody thinks that we're going to be having cult on or talking about it, that's not happening tonight. Next now, time, next- baby. Next time. Now next week. Um. Well, actually, I guess this is the best time to say it. Um. So that way we can get the podcast out on time. And so none of you are, like, trying to break down Sketch's door or my door or anybody else's door. Literally nobody's bugging me about it except for you, Paul. <laughs> no, there's, there's been people bugging me. Oh, I see. Stop bugging so, Paul. Gonna... <laughs> you need to talk to me 
Paul doesn't yes. control when the podcast comes out. Or I, I should say, I should say that I get messages. I, I shouldn't say they're bugging me openly. They're, they're, I'm getting messages like one on Tumblr, for example. Um, so are we are going to be doing bring your mic down, Paul. Uh, yeah, I can do that. A little All bit. I need is one mic, one mic. I took it down one level. Hopefully that'll work. Yeah. As long so as too excited. No, no, no I think and actually bring it, bring it down a little more. Okay. Well, the joys of much live recording, everybody. Well, and here's the thing, though, because I'm like literally down at the end of oh, where you're down at the end, end. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, um, so expect the podcast. Shut up. Expect the podcast to be live every single week. Uh, that'll allow for editing to be quick. Sketch. Whoa, 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 whoa! And don't don't say every single week. But yeah, this this is what we're thinking. Because uh, we want to make sure that people get to hear the conversations regarding the most recent week of Toonami, you know, before the next one airs. So this is what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to do more live episodes. They'll probably be on Friday, occasionally on Saturday, depending on which days, you know, people are available. And we'll try to give you uh, several days heads up on that. Not, Not like a full week. Somebody. Somebody else has joined us. Oh, oh, who is it? It, 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 it could be Caboose if he actually talks. Uh, it's definitely Caboose. I can hear his background noise. <laughs> Turn your goddamn background noise off, Caboose. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> Don't make me get my belt on you, man. Yeah. I got so, uh, yeah. We're, we're going to try to do this either Friday or Saturday before Toonami. When we can, uh, unless I am very confident that I can get an episode out before uh, Saturday. And what I'll do is I'll make sure that if I can't be on, Sketch will have the ability to do this. Hopefully his computer can handle this. Or Caboose, if Caboose is around, he can probably do this too. Um, Obviously he's done this several times on his channel, so I can't see why he couldn't do it for us. So, Um, But uh, yeah, so... That's the plan. The shit up, talking too much right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so we got some things to get into here. Uh, we're looking to end this around eleven o'clock. So, you folks on the East Coast, which is us too, most of us except for Sketch, <laughs> uh, can get to Toonami and start watching because you know, obviously, you don't want to hear us after eleven thirty. No, that's when we turn into pumpkins. <laughs> Uh, one other note real quick, too, is this, those of you that can't hear it, so if your friends, if you're listening to it and your friends wanted to, but they can't, um, this will be out a couple days later. Uh, not this one, probably, because we're going to get the other episode We gotta out. catch up. Right. <laughs> a little bit. So hopefully this will be out tomorrow, maybe, Sketch? I'm a pumpkin. This one? Oh, there you got a pumpkin. I think you mean uh, the other episode might be out tomorrow. <laughs> Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then this one hopefully will be out sometime in the middle of the week. Yes. So either way, people will be able to hear it. It's just we're allowing people to hear it first live, and then we'll just go from there. Yeah, and we're not even paywalling that shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I promise we'll try to have our shit together a little bit better. Yes, this is a learning process. And guess what, people? There is no fucking bleeps. No, no, there isn't. So try to... (laughs) Try to keep your naughty words to a minimum. Hey, 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 there was a disclaimer in the front of this. That's true. 
thanks to me, you have the audio file with the disclaimer and the intro and all of that. By the way, we're sponsored by AkaiCon. Go to their website. Yes. Go to their <laughs> con if you're, you know, in the area or yes. feel like traveling to go there. It seems like a neat con, so yeah. do it. Hey, he speaks. Shut up, Caboose. Hey. I Shut do. Up, man. Just came, I just came home from work. Yeah. What uh, you got on the dog? Now? As, as soon as uh, as soon as I as soon as I like came in and started talking, my dad came in and was like, "How was work?" And I'm like, "I had to instantly mute myself because he had to do his huge spiel uh, about you know asking me how everything was." I'm like, "It's fine, it's fine, fine go away, it's fine, please. it's fine." I got things to do on the internet. I got a podcast. Oh, wait, Not dad. the things you're thinking I of. I need to masturbate. Got a podcast to do. I've got some debauchery. To got cause. some tensions to release. All right, all right. Let's Whoa, I've, I've already done that this morning. Oh, oh, Rex? all right. Hey, you're a morning pepper, dude? I'm up whenever. <laughs> yeah, no. Whenever I mean, the I got to plan my day. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God, this is turning to fat jokes. Oh, my, my, oh, my. All right, so uh, we definitely want to take our time discussing the very first episode of Pod Punch, but... First, we're going to give you the recap of the Gundam episode. So, here we go. And in the live version, there's no music. Deal with it. <laughs> do, 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 do. Raise your flag. Na, 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 na. Okay. <laughs> no, don't. I love that song. It's my jam. <laughs> Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 6, As For Them. With no one to trust after Orcus' betrayal, the Izaribi crew plan to reach out to Tewaz, a Jupiter-based conglomerate, to guide them to Earth. Kudelia's attendant, Fumitan Atmos, offers to assist the crew with communications after proving she was able to patch through a communication to Mars. Kudelia explains to Mika that she wants to go to Earth to try to win freedom for the people of Mars. After overhearing that Mikazuki doesn't know how to read, Kudelia tries to remedy the illiteracy among the young crew members. Frustrated by the loss of his direct supervisors, Ayn asks to join McGillis' team to pursue Tekadon. As the episode closes, the ship and the crew are hailed by another ship, it's Maruba, demanding that they give his ship back. And that's pretty much what happened in that episode. It was a very low-key episode. Well, at least they we know where they got the ship. <laughs> it was a lot of bureaucratic. Anybody who was paying attention would have known that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, people. That's the reason why I didn't do this one recap. It was just not derail worthy though for me to do that. Sketch did a better job. He was more enthusiastic about doing it. Y'all know I do battles of blood and gore. <laughs> That's how I get down, son. Well, yeah, and we didn't get. Um, I would do the recap. Not, not too many. Boy, a caboose red recap. That would be interesting. I would do the recap, but I don't know how to read. Oh. 
I know. I'm a librarian, man. I should slap. Are you? It's relevant to this episode. Uh, Jokes. I'm gonna put my take my pants off. So you straight out of a Michael Bay film? (laughs) (laughs) Explosions. Exactly. So here are our two tuckbacks. Rob Barracuda writes in. Whenever I turn around, I see his eyes locked on me. I always feel like somebody's watching me. watching me. And I have no privacy. Oh. (laughs) And it must be really awkward for, uh, you know, uh, Orga. He's like, wants a little alone time for, you know. (laughs) And Mika's like (laughs) looking through the window intently. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so that's how you do that. <laughs> and our other talkback, this one from Benjamin Pageon. Mika and Orga are going to show just who the hell they are to Gallahorn. Seriously, this is like a messed up Gurren Lagan. I guess. The comparisons are understandable. Except there's no fucking drill. Nope. No okay then. <laughs> and that Gundam would be so cool if it had a drill weapon. <laughs> but uh, impromptu weapons are an interesting thing that the the Barbatos gets to implement at times. Yes. Uh man, darn kids, being so mean to Atra. <laughs> oh, I could help you. Nah, we want Cadelia to do it. <laughs> You know why they want Cadelia, man. Yes, yes, yes. I she do. has bigger boobs and bigger hair. Yeah, well, you know she has Goldilocks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know I'm a Fumi. T- <laughs> I'm a Fumi t- man. That's a woman right there, man. Indeed. Who like, the things uh, I could do? Mika's response. It's like, ah, oh, I thought you like. Why do you even want to go to Earth anymore? Oh, I see. So you want to make the people on Mars happy. All right. Okay, Mika. (laughs) That's one way to sum it up. No fucks given. (laughs) That's Mika. Yep. And that was that episode of Gundam. Like I told you in previous episodes, sometimes the episodes are fairly talky-talky. Other times they sprinkle in some good fights. You know, that's kind of the balance that this show has. And sometimes it's a little too far in the talky-talky direction. I mean, there's a lot of politics discussed in that uh, moment when Mikazuki is talking to Kudelia about the situation. And she's giving it kind of the overview of what, why she's going to Earth to help the people of Mars. And uh, I can't recap that properly. I honestly can't do that, so... Either I can stick the audio clip in the episode, or you can watch the episode yourself. (laughs) Well, literacy isn't always an ongoing battle. Indeed. It is. Operating approved. For your health. Yep. So that's Gundam. And uh, we hope you've been enjoying Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. We will continue to recap it. When there isn't much that happens, there isn't much to say. (laughs) What do you want? And now, on to, I suppose you could consider it, the main events. As we discuss the first episode of What Pod? 
Rich Man. One Punch Man, episode one, The Strongest Man. So, we open up with a typical scenario. The city is under attack by some kind of horrible monster or otherworldly being. This time it is Vaccine Man, who I like to refer to as a two-eyed, two-eared, flying purple piccolo impersonator. And Saitama comes to stop this guy, who is apparently the Earth's apostle, because he was born out of the Earth's desire to fight back against pollution. This is sounding very Captain Planet, isn't it? He's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero. As is commonly the case with these kinds of beings created because the Earth is hurting itself, uh, it doesn't like humans very much. <laughs> he also yeah, doesn't like think that so uh, our hero has a very good backstory. Because, <laughs> of course, he shows up He's like, who are you? I'm just a guy who's a hero for fun. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't take too kindly to that. But his protest does not last very long, as he is defeated in one punch! <laughs> Which is yes. very disappointing to Saitama. Who, by the way, he's never named Saitama in this entire episode. But his name is Saitama. That is his name. Uh, I don't think he's ever referred to as the One Punch Man in, in the entirety of the anime. But, I don't know. That's just the kind of thing that you would get as a superhero name once people recognize that you're a superhero. We'll get to that several episodes later. Now, we uh, have a moment where Saitama recalls the day he actually decided to become a hero, where he comes upon some kind of crazy half-man, half-crab creature who is very angry at a butt-slash-ball-chinned little boy <laughs> for drawing nipples on his manly chest. Or crabbly chest. I don't know, I didn't think they looked too bad. Actually, how, how, did that happen? how did that happen in the first place? Uh, well, he was sleeping somewhere, and the kid came over and drew nipples on him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, whatever. So the crab man decides to let Saitama off the hook because he sees him. He's essentially dead inside, like he is. He calls him dead eyes. It's amusing. Mm. <laughs> Saitama admits that he is just looking for a job, and he recently failed yet another interview. And he's feeling kind of down on it, but he doesn't really feel like fighting this guy or dealing with it. So he asks him, well, what's going to happen next? He's like, you know what? You got dead eyes like me, so I'm going to let you go. So he does. But, of course, Saitama bumps into the kid with the big chin. And thinks, uh, well, it's somebody else's problem. But something compels him to save the kid. And then he decides, what I want to do with the rest of my life is be a hero. Not a salary man, but a hero, a superhero probably something like Superman. And with that, somehow he gains the ability to 
totally decimate this crab creature. Now, I want to admit something about that. I feel like there's something... Because the crab man, he says that he ate a bunch of crab and became a crab man. Now, normally, in works of fiction, that would require, like, I don't know, mutagen or something <laughs> for it to actually happen. But in this case, he was literally what he ate. And I think it has something to do with a personal motivation. Like, you see this little glimmer in the eyes of Saitama when he suddenly becomes strong enough to defeat the crab creature. So I think there's something going on there. I'm willing to uh, hear other people's opinions on that matter. But after Saitama recalls that day, he's doing his normal grocery shopping. When suddenly another monster attacks the city, this time a giant man who is destroying the city, destroys the very shop that he is doing some shopping at. And he thinks, oh, I guess I better go take care of this. It turns out that this giant man was someone who dreamed of being the strongest man in the world and whose brilliant scientist brother invented some kind of formula that turned him into, let's, let's just say it, a titan. <laughs> yes. What, oh, it, Darren it a, Yeager. Was it a uh, Bryce talking? It titan? was indeed a Bryce talking Titan. They got Bryce Pappenbrook to voice this guy in the dub. Oh yeah. Gee, I wonder why. I mean, obviously, other people would have noted this noted this by now, but the uh, Piccolo-looking vaccine man, also voiced by Chris Saba, of course. But of course, this is the closest thing. We'll get to uh, Gintama on the block, where it parodies pretty much everything else. Or at least a lot of yeah. things. A lot of things. Right. Kills. So Saitama ends up going over to the giant man who's crushing the city and just kind of sits on his shoulder. And this weirds the guy out and his brother's like, oh, get rid of that guy on your shoulder. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bright, this one. He ends up smashing somebody on his shoulder, but it ends up being his own brother, which causes this existential crisis where he's like, I've become the strongest man in the world, but now, what's it all mean? What's it all matter? I killed my own brother, blah, blah, blah. You know, really conflicted and stuff. And Saitama's like, yeah, you get it. Being super strong, kind of not that exciting. And then he punches him. And knocks him out in one punch! And says, oops. <laughs> now Saitama does a little bit of monologuing. He's thinking about how he's gained so much strength, but perhaps lost something critical to being human as all of his emotions and interests has slowly dissipated as he became stronger and stronger. Now he doesn't really feel joy or anger or sadness or fear or any of those things. Kind of a bummer. I mean, he's essentially become numb to everything around him. And this is one of those moments where the show kind of takes a moment to give you something to think about. And it does have these on occasion. This show is very silly and very funny, but I think it also brings up some interesting uh, philosophical ideas. What, what would you say, Darrell? Yes, I would. Yeah. Is the fact... Oh, okay. Did you want me to start now? Or? Uh, okay, maybe we'll save that for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Let's finish up okay. this episode. Now, 
Saitama really, really wants a good fight. And, as luck may have it, it seems in the next scene he has found himself in a serious fight against some subterraneans who like to refer to themselves as the true Earthlings. And Saitama rather rudely refers to as Bowman. It's the locust. <laughs> so they get into a fight and Saitama can not defeat these guys in one punch. Interesting. And we get a really nicely animated fight. And he beats down a whole bunch of them. And they think that they've won. But he comes back swinging and defeats the rest of them. And then the king of the mole men appears. And he's like, yes, this is the moment. This is going to be the great fight that I've been waiting for. I'd forgotten what a great fight feels like. And wouldn't you know it, it was a dream. He wakes up because he smashed his alarm clock. And he does actually hear some subterraneans trying to take over the Earth right outside his window. But, you know, there's, there's something to be said about a uh, expectations versus reality thing going on here. Because <laughs> he defeats them in one kick. And then they say they're sorry and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <For> the flag. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Which causes Saitama to sadly sigh. I've become too strong. And after the oddly slice of lifey type credits, we see a glimpse of somebody else out in the field where there's a bunch of dead cows and locusts or whatever kind of buzzing around. And there's robotic noises. Wonder what that means. Mm. Could be interesting. Beep, boop. Yeah. So, I feel like this episode is, in a sense, a slice of life. A slice of Saitama's life. You, you kind of get an idea of what he's capable of and what's going on inside of his head. And that's probably the best way they could have started this story. Before they introduce all the other elements, which also add to the amusements and the drama. And it's really nicely animated. <laughs> They really, really brought their A-game on this. Indeed they did, sir. Okay. Well, uh, let's uh, open up the floor to Paul. Howdy. By Wait, the way, we Paul need... Paul here? To... Yes, I am here. Oh, man. Yes. That's embarrassing. Uh, I mean, I could have brought Colt on. Anyways. <laughs> hey, Colt actually <laughs> seemed to enjoy One Punch Man. That's not what I was hinting at, but anyways. Um, so, I actually thought this was... I thought this was a little bit more serious of an episode than I thought it was going to be. Um, just because, like, it just seems like... You know, he... Like you were saying, like, he kind of is like... I can't really... I, I'm really bored with my life. I, I can't do anything because I'm the strongest hero here. So, anybody that comes up against me are just going to die pretty much all i gotta do is hit them with one punch and they're dead so you know um but i enjoyed it i, I think it's gonna be it's probably gonna be even more hilarious as we go on so that's yeah that's all i had to really say about that mm. and and the, i do like the animation i will say that too I, that that one scene you were talking about that that was really good that was really really good and many gifts were made <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, 
Mr. Caboose. Football. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, hmm. I thought it was a really good show opener. Um, it, it, I, I mean, it's a perfect way to introduce, you know, our main character of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pacing went well. I mean, you you start out with the some shenanigans, and then you do a flashback, mm-hmm. and then you just go, go along with that. Um, yeah, I like the and structure. I do like, yeah, structure is good. Um, they, ba- yeah. they basically they basically didn't do what Final Act did. <laughs> they didn't compact everything into like the first episode, pretty much. <laughs> Or at least like half the ma- the manga in like the first episode. It seems like. Sure. <laughs> you don't even know what I mean. But nope. <laughs> um. I'm just. I'm just happy it's on the block. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, let's. Don't have much to say. It was great. I mean, I don't have any criticism. Like nothing against it. Just. You know, it's perfect. As far as the first episode goes, I think it's really solid. Uh, some people think that they should have brought in more plot in the first episode. I disagree, because there's plenty of time to get to the plot. Yeah, I agree with that. I like, uh, you know, a little slice of Saitama's life. It was good. It was well done. Yeah, with it, you know, not being as actiony, apparently. Beat out the ratings for DBZ. Ooh. Yeah, it did. I, th- I think did it? It did. Yeah, it did. That's what I heard. It did beat okay. out the ratings of DBZ, and yeah. it was also like number right. three uh, for Nielsen tweets. Yep. Damn son. Yeah. Nielsen uh, social. Nielsen social trending. Yep. Number three, baby. And it was the number four show on cable. Yes. Wow, that's yeah, pretty big. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. (laughs) Good stuff there. So, Mr. Jarrell, what are your thoughts? Well, I enjoyed One Punch Man for the first episode. You know, did get to see it. You know, the first time in the sub, but you know, hearing the English version of it, I'm actually even appreciating even more now because it's actually well done. And the fact that Saitama, you know, he understands that, like, he got to the point where he's so freaking strong now that he doesn't have a fear or anything. And that's pretty much what it means to be, like, an apex predator anyway, if you look at it that type of way. You know, they have no fear of anything because there is nothing that can really challenge them, so they tend to get bored. And that's pretty much what happened to Saitama on this, you know. Hmm. He, he's pretty much at the top, so... There, and he wants that excitement again because, trust me, being human and, you know, actually being somewhat of a warrior in my own right, you know, you do have to have a little bit of bloodlust in you. You have to have some fear because the thing is, if you don't have those elements, you're not necessarily alive. And on top of that, it's kind of like you're just bored. And it could kind of lead you to a path of like, hey, I'm just going to take lives and fun now. You know, you got it. You fix one vice with another. So 
I think he's just trying to get back that racist edge where you on the line of like, you know, it's pretty much a near death experience where you get your adrenaline rush and the fear and all that. You know, it's that rush that that he's looking for again. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's pretty much all I got to say about it. But man, well fucking done, sir. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it is a fantastic dub so far. I'm quite enjoying it. Now, this is this is the mark of how good this dub is. I have a friend. He doesn't tend to watch things more than once. I was like, hey, you want to watch the One Punch Man dub? I know you already saw it in Japanese. And he's like, yeah, I'll check out the dub. So we watched the dub, and he's like, man, that was good. I would watch more of that. The highest praise, man. <laughs> Bang Zoom is definitely banging out these animes, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And because Bang Zoom is so busy with uh, various anime dubs, they actually had to get Mike McFarland, commonly Funimation writer, on for the script of this show. And thank goodness they did, because he is a fantastic dub script writer. And he knocked it out of the park here. Man, I would have loved to hear Alex Von David's take on this show, but oh, he's geez. doing a race. <laughs> And a race needs him. Yeah, so race really needs him. Dude, trust me, I love when I talk to Alex, man, because, you know, he says, like, yeah, I have a lot to say, but I was like, dude, what you say is so freaking engaging that it doesn't matter about the time. You just want to listen and take it all in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, he did He did MC the uh, Sword Art Online panel back at uh, Anime Expo, so that was pretty interesting to see uh, the panel and how he was doing stuff there. So, I would have loved to see him direct this, but alas, it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. It's okay, dude. He's doing the race, man. So, yeah. And so is Ben. Shall we, now, shall we do the talkbacks? Yeah, we'll go ahead and read some of these uh, talkbacks now. So, kicking things off from Dragonite, we have a half crab man. Hilarious. To the point. I like it. It works. Benjamin Pajon writes in, I sense many VA references in this show. And Benjamin, <laughs> get ready for more, because yes. Chris Kaysen has confirmed that there will be more of that kind of thing. Uh, and interestingly enough, it was Mami Okada who wanted to do that. Interesting. Way to go, Mami. Way to go. I think I pronounced her name right. I hope I did. Uh, she, It was her idea to do these referential VA choices and viz gave approval so they rolled with it uh, naturally Kaysen immediately thought of having savage voice vaccine man so good on him for that <laughs> uh, vaccine man if you didn't know is actually a reference not only to piccolo but to a character in on man which is where the pun of the name one punch man comes from mm. So that's yet another reference upon a reference. And in the Japanese version, I believe he is voiced by the original voice of Frieza. Interesting choice there. Interesting. <laughs> yes. Moving on. And this would be the first time Chris Savitt has ever been in a Los Angeles dub, as far as I know. And I think I would know. Maybe I don't. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. I like to see that kind of uh, kind of crossover between voiceover regions. 
it's interesting to hear people you wouldn't expect pop up in Los Angeles dubs or Texas dubs or New York dubs or what have you. Good stuff. Next talk back. Uh, this one from DBZ We09. I wonder if Saitama can knock out enemies with a single punch. What would happen if he were in the sack? <laughs> oh, dude. I, I don't know if we want to find that out. <laughs> Let's just say those love canals are going to be wider and destroyed. He ain't never going to have to worry about siring a child because he's going to explode anybody who tries. Exactly. <laughs> dude, he would probably burst those ovaries up. That's it. Those ovaries are gone. Oh, that was graphic. <clears throat> yes. As is this show, as I'm sure you've seen already, you know, like he decimates things when he punches them. This from Stephen Oz. First time watching One Punch Man. I love it. Reminds me of Space Dandy with a bit of Superman. Now, funny you should mention that because Shingo Natsumi, the uh, main director for Space Dandy, other than Watanabe, is the director for the One Punch Man anime. So. A little bit of space dandy flavor is to be expected. Is it all about the booty, baby? But then we got the opi. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's about the opi. As I you know. will soon see. Hong Kong, just for you, Jin. <laughs> <laughs> this from Joshua Knighton. Very impressed with episode one of One Punch Man. Way to go, Saitama. You broke my second show curse. I look forward to more. Now, apparently, Joshua Knighton's had this problem that the second show of Toonami has never really interested him for at least a very long time. So, good to know that that curse has been broken. Wait, he's not interested by Gundam? <laughs> dude. Gundam is not interested by Scotty, dude. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm not even going to this. Okay, move on. Yep. <laughs> we'll be here all night. Probably best if we just move on. And this from Rogue Soul Reaper. One Punch Man was definitely worth the wait. The dub sounds super tight, too. Yes. I think we all definitely applaud the cast of the One Punch Man dub thus far. Fantastic work all around. And Max Millman, man, he's nailing it as Saitama. He is fantastic. Yes, he is. Yeah, I had to tell some weaves about that, man. He was like, only like the sub. I'm like, dude, have you even listened to the damn dub? It's just got that right amount of boredness to his voice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like dry, kind of like Ben Stiller, Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it hits it just perfectly, man. It's great. It's fantastic. I look forward to hearing more of it. And great place to stay and our last talk back from Blatch Zero. One Punch Man brought a shotgun blast of great animation, and it was also exceedingly hilarious. To be honest, I think I've enjoyed it more than every other show of 2016, except for Hunter Hunter combined. All hail Saitama. Get up on that truck. I mean, that's the way you make a impact, baby. Damn straight. That's it for One Punch Man's uh, talk back. But you about to say one pinch? Nope. Yeah, you a goddamn one pinch mind. man to grow an inch. Pinch. Man. Where the hell is he one pinch? pinch. Can we get a one pinch from his sketch? What? what? Anyway, I feel like that's a parody waiting to happen. <laughs> Let's, uh, oh yeah, somebody do one pinch man. 
That would be hilarious, actually. Yeah. But anyways, let's uh, let's move on to uh, this week's uh, Toonami Talk back, other than I the other shows. Right. So, our first from uh, Joshua Knighton for Hunter Hunter. Gon is shaping up to be the smartest series protagonist on Toonami, if he ain't already. Lord knows he beat out Goku. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Low blow. <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean, is it really that hard to be the smartest protagonist on Tsunami? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> well, hey now, Shinichi's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. And he also got it, unlike Tatsumi. Rest in peace, his virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to bring up old wounds? <laughs> because I like sawing them, dang it! And Blatch Zero writes in, Gone and his friends really put a number in that brick wall. Does that mean Attack on Titan got ripped off twice in one night? <laughs> Maybe. Attack on Titan's <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in, Gone and the crew are going to be a reason for new rules in next year's exams. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> Yes. You're not. There's going to be a sign that says, You cannot use these to break through the wall. <laughs> and then people are just going to do it. <laughs> well, no, maybe that maybe that was part of the test. Maybe so. I mean, because if it wasn't. Think about it, man. You had to be resourceful, man. Think about it. Yeah. You know, if, if that was not allowed, they, had they would be disqualified. Yeah, I mean, like, it said they had to go through the door, but it didn't necessarily say that they had to, um, they couldn't hack through and go to the other side. It just said they had to enter. Gotta think outside the box. You gotta think about it. That's how Alexander the Great challenged the Gordian Knot. (laughs) No one could get untangled with the Alexander dude. He cut it in fucking half. Problem solved. (laughs) Joshua Knighton wrote in about Naruto Shippuden or the uh, Kakashi arc with Obito. Wow. The female medical ninja got captured. I totally didn't see that one coming. Said no one ever. (laughs) 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 Alright, so Vic Mignogna should not have voiced Obito. He sounds way wrong for somebody who's supposed to be that young. I mean, Dave Wittenberg's kind of lighter Kakashi voice was a more convincing teenager. But I digress. And regarding One Piece, Japhus and Craig writes in, Nami marrying Absalom? Sanji just went Super Saiyan longer than Gohan did tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but I go Super Saiyan other ways. Oh, God. Possibly one of the single greatest lines in all of One Piece. Usopp screaming to Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro, There's a beautiful lady swordsman and she has lots of meat! Yeah, that was. Ooh, right. what kind of meat? We're gonna move on from that. Exactly. Move on from that. No, no, no. We're moving oh, on. Oh, I see where you went there. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 and Michael Morse writes in regarding the uh, recent tsunami lineup promo. Loved tsunami, including Perona's epic laugh during their July promo. Yes. I feel like that promo had, uh, like, a really weird cut in it. Transition? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't, I don't know. It's like... Uh, this was, it just was weird. 
kind of like they wanted to give focus to the earlier shows and then they did something kind of in the middle and then they just dragged the song out and then switch to another song to finish up the remaining shows to uh, yeah didn't work for me mm-hmm. i mean good clips but not not the best transition yeah they can't all be winners no no i mean i didn't care for the first track that they used for it because uh <laughs> they kept on overusing that track hmm. a lot but uh you know i am a music buff so i will bitch and moan about the music. <laughs> you laugh, but inside I'm crying. Oh, I see. And dead. Hmm. Not surprised. Well, that's it for our <laughs> miscellaneous talkbacks. And that means it's time to talk about some news. And boy, do we have news. We certainly do. <laughs> No, it's been a while since we actually had like a lot of news. You know. No, it hasn't. Fourth of July was earlier this month, bro. <laughs> hey, Fourth of July is a drinking day for me. Okay. So you just forgot so it. I may not on July first, huh? <laughs> hey, look here, dude. I have to practice before the fourth. Okay. Get off my back, sketch. Get off my back, bro. Ah, whatever. But yet more things announced for Toonami. Now, first, some bad news. It sounds like Samurai Jack may possibly be delayed until early 2017. They don't have a assigned date for it yet. No. But before everybody gets super bummed about that, I think about it this way. Animation takes a long time to be made. They want to do it right. This is like a one-time special season you don't want to rush that. You can't rush perfection, especially no. since it's Samurai Jack and it's no. like the finale, as in like, this is the end. I mean, you want to make the ending perfect. You want yeah. to make it memorable. Don't be trying to push a premiere date just to do that. Right. No worries. And uh, and, and because there was a panel that yesterday, which today is Saturday, obviously, tomorrow, or yesterday was Friday. Um, there was a panel on Thursday. Right. Well, no, no, no. The oh, Samurai you mean the Jack Samurai Jack panel. panel? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there wasn't really anything new announced. That's why we didn't really live tweet anything. It was on um, Anime Saviors. Anime Saviors' own personal Twitter feed. Uh, the only one thing that came out of there that was interesting, but it's the same response that Gendy has given when answered, and somebody finally did ask this question: was uh, what's going on with what about Symbiotic Titan? And his answer, once again, is never say never. So I like that answer. That's a good answer. I like that answer, too. I like that, that answer. Because that means there's possibility. But, I like possibility. Also, they did mention that the Scotsman will be showing up. And considering yes. this is supposedly taking place 50 years into the future, that should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't think the Scotsman would be around 50 years later. But the Scotsman is eternal. Oh, robot Scotsman! Yeah! He's gonna be a robot. <laughs> they put his brain in a beautiful robot body. They're also, they're also supposed to announce uh, the new voice actor for uh, Aku sometime Aku. soon. So, oh. that's coming down the line. Mm-hmm. I, I have an idea of where they're going to do that, but I keep things to myself. 
and then throw it in the feed so all of us can know. <laughs> Keep it in your head, you crazy person. Yeah, I am crazy. I mean, the um, fact that they didn't really show that much at this panel is clear indication that they're still working on this thing. Yeah, they're still working. Um, a couple other things, Sketch, if I could do this real quick. I don't know if... Did you guys mention uh, Taiwan Tsunami? Did you mention that last hmm. week? I don't think we did. So let, let's let's put this out there before we get to the big news, which everybody's waiting for, and Sketch and Darrell are waiting to go on and on and on about. Um so Cartoon Network in Taiwan is doing a tsunami block. Uh, I don't remember what all the shows are, but Dragon Ball Super is debuting on that block. It is currently showing right now. Um, it's every Saturday, interesting, on Cartoon Network. And it, Dragon Ball Super is in Taiwanese? Is that the way to say it? Uh, no, yeah. no, it's in Chinese. It's in Mandarin. Is it in Mandarin? It's in Mandarin. Oh, okay. That's what they said. I thought he was asking how to say Taiwanese. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mandarin, because Mandarin is probably like the most spoken um, Chinese dialect, mm. especially in the United States and California, like on the West Coast. A lot of people speak Mandarin. Even I speak some Mandarin. Hmm. Okay. I see. So that version of Super is out. <laughs> um, and also, along with that, we got news that if you guys weren't paying attention to the article a few weeks ago, that uh, Toonami is also going back to Australia. Um, I've been told a little bit about it. There's not much I can talk about right at the moment that is not confirmed yet. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything like ours. So anybody that's listening to this in Australia, no, it is not. I don't think it's going to be like ours. However, that does not necessarily mean that you're not going to get super. So look for that. We'll get you more information once I get that from our friends over in Turner Asia, so to speak. So, um, yeah. And one other thing we have to mention real quick, now that I'm thinking about it, speaking of super, and thank you for Caboose for uh, alluding to this, which (laughs) apparently right after I tweeted about it, somewhere in the next couple hours after, all of a sudden it mysteriously came down. Uh, Jason Douglas posted a picture of Beerus, and it looks like he was recording his voice, and he said, what, what did he say? I think he said, Beerus has awakened? I think he said yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, something along those lines. So, we don't, first of all, we don't have any... Solid evidence. No solid evidence. We don't know anything. Um, this is only, just a speculation, people. We can only speculate at this moment, so... Honestly, I don't know if Super's coming. I don't know if that's the Asian dub. So don't ask me that question either. So, But I, I do think it's a positive thing that we did see that because that means they probably are working on Super in secret. And that does make the possibility, if they are working on it at the moment, it does, and mind you, it's a small possibility because it has been said that Asia is choosing somebody else to do the English dub over there. Uh, that does make the small possibility that maybe that might be the dub that they're doing. Again, that's a very small possibility. I don't know anything about that. I haven't been told anything about the dub. It's not like I haven't bu- bugged them 50 times. <laughs> I've bugged them more than I have Jason this year. That's that's the, wow. that's the truth. Wow, that's saying something. Yeah, <laughs> that is saying something. And I'm going to be honest with you, like, 
they will tell me. They've already said, we will email you once we have information. So when I know the news, it will be immediately put up after I make sure it's confirmed and good with them. So, um, and I do find it interesting that they did say that it was going to be July and August, and they really haven't said anything, and we're getting close to August. So I do know that it hasn't, that they don't have anything to say about it, but it, it is interesting that it's, we haven't heard anything yet about that English dub. So that will be interesting to see if Funimation gets connected with Asia at all. And if that does, that's going to be big because I didn't see that coming. We didn't see a lot of things coming, which is a very good segue for the big news. Yes. People were thinking that all we would really get out of this panel was maybe a confirmation of a time window of when Samurai Jack was going to be available. Maybe, just maybe, they would have said something about what's going to happen when DBZ Kai gets to the end of the yeah. Cell Saga. None, none of those things happen. Uh, or, or Intruder 3. Yeah, I didn't expect much for Intruder 3 because you know, kind of have to keep that under wraps still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't even know if they have it done yet. <laughs> That's another. It's, well, uh, they not. probably don't. It's supposed to air in like November, <laughs> and I'm guessing yeah. it's going to come to the wire on that one. Probably. Just like with Intruder Two, yes. <laughs> it, it's probably not going to. But Jason has already said it's not going to be. Um, it's not going to have as big a budget as Intruder Two. Right, because the budget is shared with the the micro series. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. So, it won't be as elaborate. Right. But it won't be, you know, as big as Intruder Two. All right. All right. Sketch into the big news. Let's stop. Let's stop. Like they announced a show. People were kind of thinking they would announce another show, even though some folks figured that Samurai Jack was maybe all that we were going to get for the rest of the year. (laughs) Not that that necessarily would have been a bad thing. But uh, needless to say, Toonami has well exceeded our expectations. Because those mofos got JoJo. Damn right, and I said Ah. it. We're going to get JoJo at some point. I said it. Oh, you've been saying that for what? (laughs) At least the last year. Hell yeah. Maybe so, two years. It might be two years. Might be two. It, look here. That's just a simple fact, man. That I said that JoJo was coming, and it, it happened. Then see, the thing is, what what people really don't understand, you know, why they're bitching about like um the block being locked up. You have to look at the long term plan because the long game is what helps. Right. You know, especially like in football. Look here. The reason why most teams run in the first place is so they can open up for the pass and they can score. That's what the hell Jason did as the QB for Tsunami. They're yeah. not lazy. And, and he, I, it's the long. It's the it's, he's looking at the bigger picture. And and I have to say, like this is, I, I think I, I don't remember where somebody asked this question, but somebody had asked, "Did you? Oh, you know what? I think it was on my ask, maybe, or it was on maybe one of your guys' asks, but they had said." Did you ever see any of this coming? And I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I saw what. See, here's the thing. Like, what I saw coming was Gundam. That's what I saw coming because I'm like, okay, they went over to Japan, so obviously there's a reason why they went to Japan. You know, there, there's the, the, obviously they did something. They wanted to. They wanted to get something. You know, 
So, and that happened and I'm like, okay, this is great. You know? And obviously next we kind of went, okay, well, I mean, one punch man all of a sudden is at anime expo, the first episode. And we're all looking at each other like, okay, so that means one punch man this year. And then that yep. happened. Mm-hmm. So, but this one I think came out of left field. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes. We did say that we thought Jojo would be on the block like, and yes, we wanted it on the block. We wanted but it, but we also kind of thought, nah, they, they can't, no. they can't do that. <laughs> well, and the Warner brothers had it at the time too, if I remember correctly. So, we kind of went, okay, this definitely is not going to happen because they're probably going to overprice it and Toonami's not going to be able to pay for it. So, you know, it was kind of like, well, let's just move this to the side because this isn't happening. So all of a sudden now it's on the block. And apparently I saw this on your ass sketch that it went back to Viz. You want to explain that? Uh, oh, well, I'm, I, don't, I don't understand how this contract even works to be completely honest yeah i'm confused by it. it like it seems like viz kind of sub license it through warner brothers or something mm-hmm. i i don't know there's certainly no official word on how this is being handled but uh somebody was concerned that they would redub the first two parts the first whole season and i don't think that's gonna happen why would they do that when Viz got Morabito, they didn't redub it. Perfectly fine dub. Why even? Why? Why do that? That doesn't make any sense. The only thing that they will inevitably redub is the first three episodes of Stardust Crusaders, which Warner of Japan got dubbed uh, to show at Anime Expo a couple years ago. They will redub those because it isn't consistent with the accents that they have, and. Probably just some other uh, different, like uh, the narrator's different. That may or may not change, right? Because they could have a different narrator every part of JoJo if they really wanted to. But Keith Silverstein's the narrator for the uh, for the dub of Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency, whereas Dave Mallow, the announcer for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, is the narrator for Stardust Crusaders test dub. Which was really great, in my opinion. But Keith Silverstein is fantastic as the narrator. No, it wasn't. In, uh, no, it was uh, uh, David Vincent. My apologies. Mm. David Vincent okay. is the narrator for the JoJo Part 1 and Part 2. Interesting. Yes. So why don't you sketch, and I know Darrell's itching to do this too, tell us why JoJo is such a big show. Why is JoJo such a big show? It's 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 freaking iconic, really. I mean, it's gotten referenced on U.S. television talk shows like Colbert and stuff. <laughs> was it Colbert? Or was it Conan? I don't know. It was somebody. Somebody references that scene when uh, one of the characters was rather amusingly eating a cherry. <laughs> yeah jojo is referenced in so many things it was recently referenced in uh food wars Wars, yes it was recently referenced in food wars it's referenced in no game no life uh just so so many things it's it's really referencing god dang on kill a kill yeah Oh, oh yeah. For well, I don't know if that's Fight exactly Club, Marco, a reference, but dude, look at the way she was dressed, man. 
that was typical JoJo standard, man. I I guess I I want to curb people's on, enthusiasm here. JoJo is very popular with a certain amount of fans. It's not like mainstream popular. That's kind of the problem. Warner Brothers expected, or at least I'm sure that they expected it to be a really big deal, and that they could just put out their crappy DVD and people would eat it up. No, sorry, Warner Brothers, that's not how it works. You got to put a little effort in these things. Put some respect on JoJo. So, uh, thanks for the dub. If it does get yeah. redubbed, then I'm glad I bought that DVD because I love that dub. It's it's great. It's a very entertaining dub. Uh, otherwise, it's a crappy release because the subtitles are shit and all of that. So yeah, and it's not on Blu-ray, which thankfully Viz is remedying. Hooray! Also, it'll be in HD on Toonami because of course they roll like that. Absolutely. So JoJo is a very long-running series. Gosh, I don't even... It, like, started in the 80s, I think. <laughs> like, JoJo it ran with Dragon Ball Z. It ran with Yu Hakusho. It ran with Roni Kenshin, One Piece, Hunter x Hunter, Naruto. And is it still going? I think there is a current generation of JoJo. Because it's, it's been going a long, long time. And this anime adaptation, which started in 2012? Yeah. 2012, they started readapting the anime. It had some OVAs before, but this was the first honest attempt to do whole arcs of the show, like multiple arcs, because before they had a couple of things covered through anime, but they didn't really have an ongoing show. And while I call it an ongoing show, it's actually seasonal, in that sense, it hasn't been a solid run because pretty much no new show is doing that anymore. Except for, like, I guess, Yokai Watch. <laughs> I don't know. Some kids' shows do it. Yeah, you was right, Sketchy. Um, JoJo was, like, in 1987, man. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's from that age of, like, Fist of the North Star and such where things were really extreme and shown in jump. <laughs> It's very over-the-top. It's very exciting. The fights are amazing. The powers are cool. It's got great characters with lots of personality. It's just... It's a fun show. And it should appeal to a fairly broad audience. And something else that appeals to the broad audience... And I don't know if this is going to translate over to Toonami's broadcasts. But it does make use of mainstream music. Yeah, like when Prince passed away, they actually did make a reference, man. They did. So yeah, that was that was that was like that. That made me tear up, man. That really did. So they've had, yes, roundabout. That was the first season's ending song, which people kind of can't think of JoJo without that song, really, because it just. <laughs> well, there's a whole gag with that whole thing. That's pretty it great. Is iconic. And other songs since then have been used. Uh, Walk Like an Egyptian was used. <laughs> and in the most recent season, which covers part four, they've been using Savage Garden. And now whatever, because these kinds of songs play on the Muzak at work when I'm working <laughs> in stores. So it always puts a smile on my face whenever I hear one of them playing. <laughs> like, yeah, JoJo. Good stuff. So if you want a show that is super manly, over-the-top, action-oriented, and just a delight, JoJo 
freaking all the way. JoJo is just fantastic. The animation is really good. Done by David Production. It's well paced because they waited a long time after various chapters of the series had ended before they started this adaptation. So it's kind of like Hunter x Hunter in that regard as far as reboots go. So it's a really well-handled anime all around. And if the first season's dub is any indication, the dub should be very entertaining throughout. Nothing but good stuff there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it might not be a hit with the core audience of Toonami, but it seems like the kind of show that would. I'm, I'm going to chime in here real quick and just say... If you look at the breaking news post that we put up, that I should say Anime Savior put up, it's if it's not the top retweeted slash liked post alongside Samurai Jack, it's close to it. So hmm. I'm gonna go out on the limb and say that this is probably a <laughs> this is probably going to do well on Toonami. Uh, People are pretty excited. And I don't know how so. well. Um, I did want to ask you a question because, and and it does relate back to JoJo. Um, I noticed, actually, I've been noticing, and we have kind of talked about this a little bit on here, um, how Hulu has like taken anime off and then put anime back on, and then I think a couple days ago I saw like somebody had tweeted out that, a, I think it was like fifteen to twenty titles were getting pulled from Hulu. Yeah, there's more anime getting pulled from Hulu all the time, right. periodically now. And it no. seems that the answer to that for at least Viz Media and Sentai and Manga is to go to... Oh, gosh, what is the name of that streaming service? Mm. No, it's not Daisuke. Daisuke? It's, it's, or... it's, it's a streaming service that, that's in the U.S. and Canada. Canada? Oh, my gosh. Viz Media shows available in Canada. Right. Is, it, is it Viewster? It's not Viewster. It's, okay. it's something else that... I think recently popped up. I don't. I don't know. I hadn't Crack? heard about it. Before. No, it's not Crackle either. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys suck as much as I do, dude. I'm. I. I, I mean, I know about Viewster. I know about Crunchyroll. I'm just gonna have to go to A N N and look up what the name of this thing is. Well, do you, do, you, do you think this is kind of why we see so many Viz titles coming to Toonami now? It might have something to do with it. To be completely honest. I mean, it, it's welcome seems, back home, Viz. Welcome exactly. back home. And year the year of Viz, it has officially been. I I officially. It is definitely year. the year. Of, I kind of feel like it's never like a full year for any particular company, but it's like, no. uh, like a s- half a year for certain well, companies. I mean, last year was the year of Sentai. Yes, but it was also the year yes. of Aniplex. Yes. Yeah. So it was like half a year of Anaplex, half a year of Sentai. Right. It, it was a Cineplex. And and I will say, like, I, I I'm very happy about this. You know, this is this is a good year for Viz to actually premiere stuff on the block. You know, some people have said, Well, this is Viz has done this before. Well, yeah, they they put some older shows on the block, but this is like premieres we're talking about here, people. Yeah, this premieres. is the first premiere from Viz since Bleach. Yeah. Well, Hunter Hunter so, was the well, first. Well, Hunter year. Hunter, uh, you know JoJo, uh, One Punch Man. So there you go. I mean, this is this is. I mean, I, I am very happy with this. Some honestly. folks will not be nearly satisfied until they play something kind of obscure from Viz. Right. But 
Well, well, they won't be happy until they play something obscure from Funimation either. So they do play obscure shows from Funimation. That's the thing. They will play they obscure shows though. from Funimation, but when it comes to the other distributors, it's like it's got to be right. the most popular things. Otherwise, they're not going to bother. That's well, that's the impression that people have. Uh, I mean, and I, I don't think, think they're entirely wrong. No, and no, no, definitely not. I, I think that. Let me let me just say this real quick. Like I do think the way that this block has been steered since the uh, panic button February, so to speak. Um, I I think that get big shows and get them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get them now, and then you know the and from how I'm trying not to to talk about this, but I guess I kind of have to talk about this a little bit based on how Jason answered that question about Colt's article. Um, it, it seems like the the way the reason why they're getting these bigger shows is so that way they can expand a little bit. And you know, again, one of the things that we keep saying is is we're not saying expand the block again to six hours. I know some people no. want that, and no. some people want the whole. Want the that. whole they want the whole night to be. That's yeah, right. No. That's not going to happen, guys. Sorry. Quick aside, they the name play. of that thing is 2B TV. That's where Viz is streaming shows now. Uh, okay. 2B <laughs> TV. Never heard of it. I'm going to put it out here like this. Ladies ain't interested in the short game. They want to see what you're working with the long game, okay? <laughs> That's how it works, okay, people? Well, let's, let's go one step further, Darrell. Ratings are ratings, and in order for this tsunami to survive, it has to have the ratings. That's why tsunami died at the end because it didn't have the ratings to keep it going. So, unfortunately, this is the game that we have to play. If you want tsunami to stay around, this is what we have to do, you know. And I will say this, you know, and we'll get into a lot of this later on, like next episode, not later on, but next episode, talking about Colt's article in that kind of sense. But I, I will <laughs> Yeah, and we'll we'll let you guys go into him a little bit. If you if you go too far, I am going to end the call on you. But um, suffice to say, I, I just want to say this real quick. You know, it's there is some people out there, and I'm not saying it's a big majority of people. I'm saying there is a sense from some people that Toonami is not hitting on these other animes that should be getting the credit. Okay, yes. There is uh, an argument to that. But there's also an argument, if you want to go a step further, to, oh, well, Toonami's not playing the, the shows that it played when it was on Cartoon Network. There's a lot of those people out there, too. Actually, they are. A lot of people have a problem with the fact that they are. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess I guess I won't agree with Jason on that one. Um, so, I mean, it's... See, th this is kind of what you're going to see now from us, is we're going to try to start doing some opinion stuff. Okay. It won't. It probably won't be. What are you talking bad. about? We do opinion pieces like every week. That's like all CJ writes. No, CJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, CJ kind of mixes it up every once in a while and doesn't do. Yeah, too. but you got to remember, man. Some people don't like the things that CJ posts, man. That's true. You know, they disagree with the things that they say. So you know, they can't. As we don't necessarily criticize the block, but if we see something wrong with tsunami that we don't like, we do speak on it. Now, I, I, I do, you know, it's, yes, okay, we got long-running shows on the block. I, I understand where people are like, well, there's no room to do anything. Okay, so why are you not messaging on the Tumblr, on the Facebook, hey, can you get some other shows? Can you expand a little bit? Uh, maybe because they are. What? 
I mean, maybe they are, but I, I think a lot of them are bitching, Sketch. That's usually what happens. It's just oh, a God. lot of talking. That, that's a it's given. It's a lot of talking. It, it's all it is. And, and you know, if, if you want something to happen, as we have said, how many times do we have to say over these four years, almost five years, and I'm not trying to lecture, but how many times do we have to tell you guys, if you email in a constructive way and you talk to Tsunami in a constructive way, they will respond. Look, we have JoJo. It took us a while. It took them a while, but we got JoJo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everything that they're airing now is stuff that was highly requested. You know, exactly. Somebody requested those shows. You could do and, that too for whatever shows you want. I requested JoJo. Guess what happened? The rail got him some JoJo. And and it's not like it's it. We're not saying that they're going to get it tomorrow. Okay. Perfect example is a show that Caboose doesn't like. So. Don't say anything because I know you're gonna you, you want to bitch about it. But Tokyo Ghoul, I see I've seen that a lot. Yeah, exactly, I've seen that a lot. So I will say this to you guys: if you guys want that on the block, and trust me, we get the sense that Funimation wants wants it on Toonami. You know, let it let some of this stuff open up and see what happens. Okay, we're we're thinking that Samurai Jack isn't gonna debut this year. We don't know that for sure. It may still do that, but the sense that we're getting is, is they don't want to rush it. We don't want them to rush it. Nobody should want them to rush it. So just let them do what they got to do. Okay, we have JoJo coming in October. Sketch had mentioned this to me the other day that probably around that time, Parasite will be gone. And Yeah, Parasite know, get- will end either the same week or the week after One Punch Man, depending on how they... Uh, like they could throw a Parasite episode at the end of a marathon on Labor Day weekend, and then they could actually finish the same week. I don't know right. if they're going to really want to do that, but they might. And and again, so now you'll probably get One Punch Man again in, in reruns. Hey, we may see another Hunter Hunter re, uh, marathon, which I think was I think was a good idea. I don't understand why it didn't get higher ratings, but whatever. What are you um, talking about? It did pretty well. It did. It did well, but the, the, you know, I was kind of expecting a little bit higher. I was expecting kind of closer to uh, how Parasite did with its marathon. Uh, there again, it's Fourth of July oh, weekend, man. Yeah, it's, it's, I know, I know, but you know, I, I was kind of hoping that it, it may actually do better than expected. But you know, whatever. It, it's a it's a marathon. It's a weekend. That's a holiday weekend. They're not expecting anything big, anyways. But you know we're going in the right direction guys. So I just want you guys to understand that this is, this is a positive thing that we're going through. And yes, we are going to now start to have a lot more opinions and a lot more deeper opinions like what Colt has. Okay. This probably won't be the the last time you see that. Okay. So, and I, I guess what I mean is, you know, harder opinions like this. I mean, we're a fan site. We, we do this. This is how we're going to do stuff. You know, we're at 26,000 followers on Twitter. Because of all of you. Okay. We're going to bring you as much content as we can. And we're going to continue to be the best tsunami site out there. Because nobody ain't going to touch us. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Boosh. So. Um, yeah. Take that as a diss. Or you can take that as. Okay. Awesome. So. By the way. We got more stuff for you coming. Okay. Once we get all of our shit together. Oh the yes. <laughs> There's a backlog <laughs> of uh, exciting yeah. things. That we will be sharing with you in the near future. <laughs> So we do have those. We have some other interviews planned. I'm, I got to try to get some of that going. 
Um, but you will get some more of that again, okay? I, I promise you that. You know, we are, we all are all over the place, and, you know, it isn't as easy anymore as it was, but we will bring you that content, okay? So don't worry about that. Um, and there may be some surprises next year. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. But we're coming up onto our time here, so. Yeah, so here's here's the thing with uh, with the addition of JoJo. Yes, it's five long-running series, at least until DBZ Kai Cell Saga ends, and then we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. But even if it remains five long-running series, and it could very well happen, they're going to find room for whatever shows they want to put on. Whatever shows are highly requested, I mean, they're they're gonna make it happen. I mean, have a little trust, have a little faith, Toonami faithful, <laughs> that they know what and, they're doing. And we will talk about this a little bit more next week. We'll talk about this as the topic, and you guys can express your opinions. We'll call it the state of Toonami, so to speak. Okay. Oh right. boy, that and, one's not overused. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, we do this at least once a year, so why not? But, um, yeah, so we're coming up on our time, so let's let's get the hell out of here. Uh, well, we still off. have more news to talk about what they announced at the panel. Oh, yeah, well, that's right. We got Clydes coming, everybody. We have Clydes now. Forgot about that. Uh, and yeah, again, I said Clydes were coming back. I Clydes were coming back. No one now, listens to me. Mm-hmm. They, they don't look all the same. Wait, that kind of sounded racist. I apologize. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> how did that sound racist? Wait a minute. No, that's uh, not. I need to build a wall to keep these Clydes out. Oh, God. No, these intruders out. Oh. Because uh, I... God damn it! <laughs> again. Uh, mm, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. you good, man. No, no, no. Okay. Is, we know uh, what you mean, man. We know what you mean. But we'll... The thing of it is... They're I really hope these... Clydes. I hope these Clydes aren't just cannon fodder for Intruder 3. Like, I really want them to actually, you know, take advantage of them. Like, have, like, idents... And like them being in the bumpers prior to Intruder Three, because I don't want them to just be in into Intruder Three, and then they get a new ship and like you know abandon those Clyde. Say later. That was a nice fun. That would be a month. waste of good animation. It would be a good waste. I mean, look at the previous Clydes. Apparently, they didn't like them that much, so that's why they were only used in that one ident. Yeah, so, they look okay yeah. to me. Well, we will we will definitely see what happens with those. So. <sighs> yeah, but uh, if you were hoping for the Toonami family to expand, yes, finally some Clydes. Uh, also, I feel we definitely must mention that at that panel, uh, Steve and Dana cosplayed as Tom and Sarah, and that is freaking mm-hmm. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, did you see the dance they did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still want one of those blankets. I want one of those blankets, man. <laughs> Seriously, pretty I big. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. DeMarco, how about uh, hooking us up with some buddies <laughs> at the Team Faithful podcast? Yeah. Seriously. I yeah. I, I really oh, want. By the one way, you know what? Since we're I'm live, I will put this out there. I will put this out there. Hmm. 
I will I will throw down the gauntlet. If Jason wants to come on and debate with Colt next Friday. No, don't no. No, 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 say, no, 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 no. I'm gonna say it. Oh yeah. If you Jason idiot. wants to come on, he may come on and he can him and Colt can go ahead. Jason isn't gonna give us the time, man. No. He's not. Totally. He's got I, I know he's got things to do, but if, if he does find the time, he can come on and talk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's dude. not going to happen, people. Don't hey, don't expect hey. that to happen. Hey. Dude, that's like so dropping a claymore in the water, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, it's just good wrong. podcasting. It's good podcasting. Learn. Good podcast, man. That's, <laughs> that's clickbait, if ever I heard it. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, I try. But anyways, let's... Get on out of here because I know you guys want to get ready for tsunami. You got to get your water. In Caboose's case, he's got to get his pizza. Um, I already did get my pizza. I'm getting yeah. some cake. Yeah, whatever. Give me some cake, Caboose. This is my birthday cake. Eat. Shut up. <laughs> happy All right, any- birthday? Yes, happy belated birthday. Well, this was from last week, yeah. So, anyway. Thank you. <laughs> Give me get money. Get on out of here. So, email. Podcast at TsunamiFaithful.com. If you guys want to email us, especially since we're going live now, uh, give us your talk back because we want to read it live on the air. Uh, we may change that up if you guys act well enough that we may do have you guys on every week and Skype in. Not saying that's a pot, not saying that's going to happen, but it may happen. Um, so again, to email the podcast, it's podcast at TsunamiFaithful.com. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher as usual. Uh, just search for the term Tsunami Faithful Podcast if you guys are new listeners. That's how you can find it. Um, and also we have a SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. That is kind of the main hub of where the podcast goes and then gets distributed out. So if you want to download it, you can download it there as well. You can like us there. Please follow us there because we want to have more followers as well. And also, if you could do us a favor and share this podcast from there, share it everywhere. You know, if you guys can't ever donate to us, just simply sharing the podcast and telling your friends about it, telling people to listen to it is just as good as donating. So please, if you can do that, share it from there. Again, it's soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. So you can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. You can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And as always, you can visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the previous episodes, including the other show that is on our network, which is the Tsunami Show Rundown. Please listen to them as well. They are some great guys, and they do a great podcast. So please do support them as well. They do have a Facebook. Go to their Facebook, facebook.com slash Tsunami Show Rundown. They do a good job. Do listen to them. Uh, we also have a Patreon, like I said. If you want to donate to us, that's where you want to go. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. Donate whatever you can if you can. It will definitely help us. It helped Sketch when he went to Anime Expo. So, you know, hey, anything helps. And that's Thank what you need. very much for that. Yes, trust me, he needed it. And one other thing real quick, especially with donating... I have, for those of you that have been following us since the beginning, we had a Redbubble page back in the day. I stopped using it because it wouldn't just automatically send the money to me. Now they're actually doing it. So I have put up the Toonami Faithful Podcast shirts up there. What that means is you can actually get them in different colors. 
So, if you want to get the shirt, it's going to be a little bit more pricey on that site. But if you go to redbubble.com, you search Toonami Faithful or Toonami Faithful Podcast, the shirt is up there. You can get it from them. They will send it to you, and we will get a portion of that money. Okay? That will help, too. So those of you that want, I think it goes all the way up to 4XL. There it is. There you go. So, and I'll put up the TunamiFaithful.com shirts up there too. So if you guys want that, they'll be up there too eventually. So, but again, it's RedBubble.com. Search for Tsunami Faithful Podcast or Tsunami Faithful, and you should be able to find it. And if you purchase the shirt, we will get a portion of it. So, but let's get out of here. Boost, where can they find you? On the internet, of course. In my room. Well, that, I don't want them to be in my room. What are you doing in my room, Thrill? Get out. Go steal your wall. My... Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can find me at Caboose Jr. At uh, the Twitters, the Tumblers, the YouTubes. And uh, every Saturday night, I usually do a pre-stream. They mm, didn't do one this week because I'm here. Yep, we stole your thunder. <laughs> it won't happen. Yeah. No, I don't care. <laughs> I like being with you guys. Oh. That's why you have yeah. the boosie. It was a Kodak yep. moment. Yes, it was. And, hey, Kodak's here in Rochester. Anyways. <laughs> Darrell, where can they find your sexy ass? Oh, man, you can find me in your bed later on the night, baby. Oh, no. oh my bad. Um, yeah, you can find me at... Snuggle with the hamburger. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com. Also, you can find me at Ukami backslash Ukami 75 backslash S.FM. And if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at the rail Maddox at TunamiFaithful.com. And you can also follow me at Sihiro Adanasi. All right. And Sketch, where can they find you there? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash Sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to Sketch at ToonamiFaithful.com or Podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com. And as well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash And you can ask me questions, which people do every once in a while. It's ask.fm slash And you can also find me on another podcast called Two Strangers, One Podcast. Uh, you can find that podcast on Twitter, at Stranger Podcast. Please go listen to that because yeah, everything's awesome. So, Anyways, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening each and every week. And yes, we will be live next week on Friday. Time is to be determined. Keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook for the time. But that's it for the Toonami Faithful Podcast this week. Peace. We're out. Deuces! Oh yeah, Sketch and Darrell, your stuff.